Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Lance and Holly, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Lance and Holly. All right, welcome back, Working Interferences listeners. It's me, Lance Timmerman, and again, my beautiful wife, Holly. Hello. So, Holly, you um, finished the wonderful, beautiful, heartwarming show, uh, 1883. Okay. Tell us about that. Let me just, I <laughs> watched that show. I tried not to watch that damn show, but and you, but I was in the room. I got sucked right in. Yeah, you did. I, you know, I feel like I'm a little bit Why, more... why did you even bother starting that? What, how did you even... I don't know. Because you don't watch Yellowstone? I know. Craig Harder posted about it, and I was okay. like, motherfucker. Right. And then <laughs> a couple other guys that I know from dentistry, and I was like, what are you guys watching? And then I haven't gotten super sucked into... So you have FOMO? Well, I was so confused because I'm like, but then it had Sam Elliott on it and then I was just gone. Oh yeah. You're, you're kind of a sucker for Sam. Oh my God. I would date him <laughs> even though he's like 900 years old. Yeah, uh, actually. And I'm married. You would. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm not sure how I feel oh about God, that, but I, I I'm pretty Sam sure Elliott. I could, uh, understand. I'm pretty sure if you left, I'd just look at uh, And this, yeah, whole, this show Sam. made me fall in love with him even more. God damn it. Little motherfucker. I was like. <laughs> <gasps> See, I love him from the Big Lebowski. Okay. I've never I, seen that. I know. <laughs> and but you should because it's awesome. I but. just love Sam Elliott. And so as soon as I saw he was on it, uh-huh. I was like, I'm in. It's kind of like maybe it's a twist like the ranch. Nope. Nothing no. like the ranch. If you've seen the ranch, it's nothing like the ranch. <laughs> well, no, they're similar. Um, okay. There's there horses. Was, there was cattle. There, and cattle. <laughs> And a lot less Native Americans but in the I ranch. have to say. Have, please do. Because you was, have to. I have to. You have to. You know, I was like, okay, if I, ha- if I had to do this, uh-huh. I would really have. When you say this. Come across the plains like they did in okay. Texas. All right. I would hope that I would have the personality of the main character's wife. Faith Hill. Faith Hill, where she was just. Because she like, saw it. She is very hot. Even with no makeup, she looked oh, great. Oh, she was fucking gorgeous. Wow. I would date her, too. <laughs> uh, and, and a big fan of Tim McGraw. He, oh, that, did he not... He ate a sandwich, finally. Jesus. He looked so good. That was just... That's some good family. That yes. that family's got it going on. That family's got some genetics that... Whew. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, Faith Hill's character, mm-hmm. I... Just, I see a lot of you and Faith Hill or Faith Hill and you. Cause I was so. like, motherfucker when her <laughs> husband, he's like, you're going to have to do this. And she was like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. And just And then he goes, I well, love you. And she goes, now I'm nervous. Thanks a lot. Asshole. <laughs> well, I love the, the, when Sam Elliott comes up to say something and, and, and a spoiler, I, we're going to spoil just a few things, but not enough. Okay. Oh. It's been out since February 12th. Watch it. Has it? Okay. But I mean, when Sam says what Tim didn't want to say, and she's like, men are such cowards. Yes. That's such fucking you. <laughs> there was a lot of, it was very, lin, is it linear? Where it's like, it follows the line, very much like yeah. my personality. Yeah, yeah. And when, <clears throat> when. If you've never met Holly in real life, don't. Or but if you've it, ever, if you've ever seen me when my back is up against the wall. What that is, is a that? very dangerous situation to be in. When you've backed me into a corner. I've never backed you into you a corner. You haven't done it. But well, you just said you and you're looking at me. Well, fuck. <laughs> but I mean, I will turn into a rabbit animal. Like the way she was with her children, mm-hmm. nobody was going to oh, yeah, survive so that, that. The mama bear role was, was fantastic. She did great. Yeah, she did, she did an amazing job. Highly recommend the show. Although, so I'm just fucking around on my phone, barely watching, but I'm in the room, so I follow the show, and then it fucking ends. I'm like, that was fucking terrible. He's like, that is the worst show ever. Worst fucking show. And I'm over here, and I'm like... Just bawling. Jesus. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not eyeball you. I did not want to look over there. I, I was... Avert the gaze, like and, Medusa's stare. And, I was just and, like... You know, 
that's I mean because I don't cry a lot so what I am crying is like everybody gets be scared everybody gets super uncomfortable I'm like I gotta go to bed I just need this just need day needs to be over that's why we're a day late recording because we were gonna record on a normal night but she had to finish 1883 because I was two episodes away and I was Mm -hmm. like I just need to know how this ends yeah yeah I and I wasn't gonna push it so 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 here we are we are <laughs> highly recommend the show so um this is an advice show holly i mean it's not a very good one but well, it's, it is a thing <laughs> so um, i don't know if anybody listens to any of our advice because it's terrible. it's terrible advice you really shouldn't i don't know why anybody listens at all but clearly they are because we're getting a lot of feedback uh, of, of what we've talked about and and, and such um we answer questions from Reddit. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I got my... I, I fucked that up. So, here's the... Hold on. We do Reddit. Reddit! <laughs> oh, and a periodonist wants to be on the show. Pussy. 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 So, does a pedodonist? Oh, yeah, but but he's cool. But he wants to be on, yeah. he wants to be on the show. We've got all of a sudden all these people are like, can I be on your show? Yeah, that was and we're like, I, that, like, is that a thing? Well, we, okay. I, I was like, we're going to have to figure a... this shit out because we don't even know what we're doing. Well, the challenge is because now we're, we're face-to-face, I'm like, okay, how do I plug this into a computer to then bring them in to talk? So, well, I'll figure it out. So I, I feel bad. Some are like, are you avoiding me? I'm not avoiding you. I just don't we know, just how, to don't do know how to do this. We just don't know how to do it Well, I mean, it's kind of a, I, I don't know. We've gotten yeah. lots of, lots and lots of feedback. Weirdly, I've even gotten questions from Bianca's employer. I'm oh, really? I'm not going to say her name. Because of different things. Okay. I'm going to bring them up. But it, it's like, I'm like, okay, what's, what's huh. happening? And then. Yeah. So and, Bianca made. And I found out our staff member is w- listening to it because she's like, oh, oh. yeah, because I had mentioned something. She goes, I just heard something about that. I go, are you listening to the podcast? And she goes, that's where I heard it. I was like, <laughs> fuck me. <gasps> yeah. So you definitely need to be careful what you say. Because years ago, I, I was saying something disparaging about a staff member. I really wanted to get rid of her, and that was the perfect way to do it because she apparently listened and then got upset and quit. And hey, yay me. I didn't have to bother crying her. Yeah, we're not. We don't like to fire people. Yeah, it's gotta, very uncomfortable. Gotta put that back closer. Is that there? You go. There you go. Okay. Can everybody hear me? Because I have so <clears throat> much great input. Can you? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? So, um, you had listened to Bianca's appearance and ha- yes. and took notes and and um. So now I'm uh, I'm scared. Okay. First of all, <laughs> here's the thing. I didn't know that <laughs> this was something that grown ass people did. In professional settings. What? Just walk in and think you're going to be seen right then and there. And well, you see it every day at the office. We kick them out. But- no, we, we get once, maybe one a month. Right. But I'm sitting there looking. Every time it happens, I look around. I'm like, really? Because we, we aren't drive-by visible. Oh, no. You We're have not to near go anything. into the building. You're on here. Take on, an elevator. You're here on purpose. Go down the hall and... And look, this is not a whim. No, right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, (laughs) what about our office screamed? Just walk on in. We don't have anything to do. Well, we also our office decor. Everything about it does not scream urgent care. We do not look like a subsized clinic, like the Indigo when I hurt my ankle and went and got x-ray. I look nothing like that in my office. We actually have furniture. And art. And are and not like little tiny like school chairs. We don't have a True. huge waiting room. We have four chairs. Our waiting room, it, it, we call it reception area. It is a rece- well, the, yeah. the reason we call it a reception, it, it's it's as big or as small as the fire marshal would allow us to have. It was some sort of ADA code thing, right? Because I, I don't want one at all. Well, that's that's the whole gist. Is of that our- the thing? Now, I don't have any wine, so you're the only one. Whose has, fault is that? Well, you, because you drank all the rest of the bottle. Because it was mostly gone. Well, it's all from the winery this weekend. Right, I know. Oh, guess what? What? Chris Stafford and his wife are going to come visit us, and we're going to take them to the winery. Yeah. Chris and Christina cannot wait. Hey, uh, Harry Wheeler. Um, I'm a little bit nervous. You suck. You're not going to be here. I'm a little bit nervous because <laughs> I don't know them. They don't know me. 
and we don't live like, actually they do know you we don't live like normal like oh American i feel bad families well i feel bad we don't have our house anymore well, because that's what i mean <laughs> we sold all of our shit and we live in this town home i mean they have a bed to sleep in but because it's a town home where the the bed for them to sleep is downstairs in the office slash storage room and they have to go two flights up to go to the bathroom. So it's a thing. But we're they, right they across. They may only last a day. And we're right across. No, because Christina, Christine, Christina, Christina, she'll show up. She'll see our view and she'll be like, I got to fucking walk around here for the next yeah, five we, days. And yeah, and we'll give a vehicle so they can go out and yeah, about and but, see shit. So, we're, so. We're, that's coming. I'm excited. Yeah, so we'll be going to the winery. I work at Pondera Winery. Come visit me. I pour on the weekend. She she does heavy pours on tastings. So uh, come on it's out. Delightful wine. That's what I said. So, but yeah, so, I'm trying to figure. So this what out. you took notes? You so well. I'm just trying uh, to walk figure in out part. The walk gotcha. in. I don't understand that. And Bianca's uh, boss boss Location. has the same no. thing happen where I'm like Bianca, yours is even worse of a. I don't understand why anybody would think I'm going to just, it's not well, a they, nail salon. They weren't walking it. She was accompanying her friend who was coming no, for treatment. No, she had talked about another lady walked in oh. and I lumped them all into one okay, in my head. It wasn't all. I wasn't listening. There's multiple people. Okay. Apparently I didn't pay attention. And I'm like, <laughs> hers, hers is even worse because they actually have a locked door Oh really? in order to get into their receiving room. Okay. So they have to come up, park, mm-hmm. walk in, get to and, the- and I did, I brought, she was hungry one day. I went to Jack the Box, brought her food. I actually went around the building like a, a bunch of times, once, but I finally figured out, oh, here's the door. But that's what so I- So it's not obvious. Right. It's not like a nail salon. There's no like- Yeah. Like Because I thought it was- Was it a neon. travel agent or what was next door? It was something else that I thought that was the door- but they shared the it's door. It's like a CPA or something. Okay. I remember going, I think I'm in the wrong. Oh, hi. There's Bianca. Well, and you can see, but you go to, the door is locked most of the time. Okay. So you it wasn't can't locked just, for me, but, but it's because yeah. in their office, everybody is a provider. Oh. So Bianca can have a client. Sure. And, you know, the other people within the facility. But I'm sitting there thinking, you know, anytime someone walks into our office and they're like, yeah, I wanted to see if I could get a cleaning. And I'm like. Why you can, you, but not today. Why, when you got here, maybe you didn't know exactly where you were going. And well, well and I think it's part of it. It's it's training. Other other offices, I think, would bend over backwards to find a way to squeeze them in. And they've if they've only been to offices like that, they think they can get squeezed in and get a cleaning. Whereas we we want to train them to to never do that again. And so we. Well, I just I don't understand why people bend over backwards to see them because well it's a scarcity mentality versus an abundance mentality they think there's not enough patients out there so they've got one they're gonna do whatever it takes to keep them but so every time that that happens to us you know i'm always it's a red flag i'm like why the fuck are you here no it's not a red flag (laughs) it's to me but i always say to them so you just were coming to make an appointment to be seen Mm mm-hmm and they will say, oh, I was just going to see if you could see me today. I said, and I always sell, tell them, well, no, we only see one patient at a time. Mm-hmm. So everything has to be Which is also fairly unique. Everywhere yeah. else I've been, nobody does that. So right. It drives me crazy. And, but I think that you get patients that don't respect you when yeah. you... Well, they've commodi- those other dentists have commoditized dentistry. Right. You devalue what you yep. do. Yep. It's, my, it's a nail salon. So everybody who comes to you devalues what you do. Stop doing that. Uh-huh. It's Value self-inflicted. what you're doing. Don't be an idiot. Mm-hmm. That's why they're, they're willing to take uh, these crazy fee schedules from PPOs. They don't value it themselves. So they've devalued it and created a retail mentality, right? Which is absolutely insane for Why what you open all, evenings and weekends and for what you all pay to get your degree. You are not a Nordstrom employee. Mm-hmm. Act like it. Act like you have value in what you do. But 
even on the side note of that, we had that gentleman that he had come in the, what was it, the week before. And so he had already kind of got a taste of our office. Okay. Who was this? This This is the the toothache guy that was there on Monday. And I went back and I was doing the financials with him. And I'm like, so... The root tips were... Yes. He'd already come in... Okay. I didn't realize this. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking... Am I just so used to our office that I'm not seeing what these people are seeing? <laughs> so he comes in, you know, he needs this extraction done. He's mm-hmm. got root tips. He, you know, is in pain. And I'm like, okay. And the x-ray shows cysts on both of the roots. So this has been there for a long time. Yeah. This isn't new. Right. And it's now somehow an emergency and incredibly painful. Mm-hmm. And I went back to do financial arrangements for him. And I said, okay, so this is what we're looking at. This is... It was uh, like a hundred bucks, right? Can I get to my okay. point? I thought I was helping. And I, I said to him, I go with your deductible and everything. It looks like your patient portion is going to be $111. And he's like, okay, I can't do that. I don't have any money. And I said, okay, so when did you want to come back? And he's like, well, you can't just do it for me now. I said, this is not a multi-care this is a private for those not in Seattle. Multicare is a big chain medical facility, medical clinic. They have a hospital. They have clinics for regular stuff. It's it's a big, but it's a chain. And I said, this is a private practice. We don't act as a bank, and we don't finance our patients. So, if you'd like to get your affairs in order, we can see you tomorrow. Because it's an emergency. Because so it's an emergency. You, you really should. Yeah. And he goes, no, how about we do it next week? I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's quite the emergency. Yep. And he's like, okay, so um, can we do it, blah, blah, blah. So we get it all scheduled. And then he goes, what about pain meds? I go, um, you can take Tylenol and Advil combination. Dr. Timmerman has written you a prescription for an antibiotic because of the infection that you have that's pretty substantial in your mouth. Which will make it easier for me actually to get him numb. And I said, but we don't just give out pain meds. Yeah, I got and, friends that don't do narcotics of any sort. And, and I'm kind of getting close to that. And since the Tylenol and Advil combination will give you the same pain relief as mm-hmm. a narcotic, you can just grab that over the counter. And he was like, so you won't give me a pain med? And I said, no, he won't. But we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, okay. But I'm sitting there thinking... Am I so jaded? Well, he looks, he reminds me of the person who will allow himself to have this condition just to be able to bounce from clinic to clinic to clinic to get pain meds. Right. And now we'll probably never see him again and I never have to worry about it. And I swear to God, these people are networked because when I first graduated dental school, I I think I got on the network as as a new grad and I would get phone calls on weekends and evenings and and whatever uh, saying, you know, People would call asking for pain. You know, they're in pain. Oh, I got to be seen. And, and uh, so I would call in pain meds and then I'll see you Monday. And then no one would show. And as soon as I, and I did that for a good six months, I think. But I think I finally pulled my head out of my ass and stopped. And- well, you, you started doing something that was very clever at the time because at the time, computers weren't oh, as the readily. And so you would just say, oh, funny, I don't see yeah, you. Yeah, I actually did a... Um, uh, brought my database home every uh, every night, and so when when this would happen, I would be able to pull up Dentrix with all my patients, and I'd say, well, "What was your name? Uh, spell it for me." Okay, what was that? And then um, they would say their name. I'm like, "I don't have a record of anybody by that name. Are you sure this you came to this clinic?" And then they hung up. Yeah. And then uh, one time someone called, and so I called. I did call in a, a narcotic, but I called in three. I'll see you Monday. And called in three, and then they quit. They didn't. They didn't show up. And then at, within a few weeks, it took a little bit of time. But within a few weeks, we stopped getting calls. People don't fucking call me. Well, well and then it, I changed my my after hours fee to four hundred dollars. So well, if you are a dentist and you do get those calls a lot, it's because they have spread the word. Yeah, they know that you're that you're, you're a pussy. Well, that you're just so desperate for work. Pussy. pussy. That you're willing to give drugs to anyone in hopes that they come in and, and get work done. Yeah. And you have to watch yourself because you're looking at getting into a lot of trouble. It's, it's changed. They, they changed the database here in Washington so that um, 
like Safeway was on a different database than Albertsons and people knew if they filled a prescription in Safeway, they could still at least go to Albertsons from a different provider and fill it and it would, wouldn't trigger anything. But now the, the database is all shared and yeah, everybody, all... everybody knows who's doing what. And so, um, it's, it's harder to pull those scams anymore. But so this guy reminds me of somebody who was up because if you have a valid condition that requires pain meds, then, then you know, providers are going to, especially the the pussy bleeding heart dentists that are of approval addiction, that they'll do whatever it takes to help, and so they give a pain payment. This person would be, well, I can't afford it, but can you give me so pain guess meds? What? And you're then they'll no show up. You're no longer a doctor; you're a dealer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, what else did uh, uh, the Bianca appearance? So the other thing, because her boss also talked to me about this when I was, so I've gone and had some stuff done at her place and it's a great place. Yeah, a little nip tuck? If, no. Okay. I'm just, I I meant. No. Okay. But if you're ever in the Seattle area and you want to go to a really nice med spa, it's, that's a great one. Um, But her boss was asking me, she's like, what do you do when you have a patient who comes in? or a client, a guest, what have you. And you say, this is what I recommend. And they say, well, I don't want that. I want this. And in some cases, we are we don't budge. And it's generally with Botox, we don't budge. This is what we do. This is the recommendation from the plastic surgeon, whatever, facial aesthetics. We don't budge on that. I said, but on other things, like we generally don't do six veneers unless it's a financial situation and this is their end game. This is all they got. And I said, well, in general, we, we don't negotiate our skill. It is what it is. This is, we always represent the best treatment for the patient and then we go down and say, okay, let's say you need to have a buildup in crown. But right now, it's not in your, your field. You don't have the money for it. Let's do the buildup in preparatory for the crown. So I, we're not sacrificing our ethics in what we should be doing. And we're having to maintain what they can afford. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not doing people's work for free. Nobody does shit for me for free. So if you need to wait until you can finish what we're starting, then that's on you. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, but what do you do when people get mad at you? I'm like, well, they don't don't really get mad at you if you explain it to them correctly. Mm -hmm. And like when we have people who come in and they want to do six veneers instead of eight, well, and I always ask, where did you get six? How did you come no, up with six? No, but I'm saying if if we've gone through all of that right. crap and they can only afford six, right? then we usually will have them sign a form letting them know this is not the ultimate result that you want. You have been presented with what should be done, mm-hmm. but you are choosing to go this other way. And I told her boss that I said, you know, there's no reason why they can't sign something saying, Oh, you want, I, I think you should have 15 PDO, PDO threads, but you only want six. That's fine. I'll do it. But here's the form. There is no warranty. There is nothing you can come back on me because I have told you. I warned you. That six is not going to give you the result you want. Mm-hmm. And she's like. Because that would be like three on each side. Yeah. That's not enough. Yeah. And she was just shocked that that could really be done. I said, when you know what your rules are, mm-hmm. where you're willing to give and where you're not willing to give. Mm-hmm then it doesn't become a debate. Mm -hmm. But it's when you get into such a situation that you're willing to compromise where you normally wouldn't 
is where the problem is. Mm-hmm. That's usually when it bites you in the ass. Mm-hmm. And so that was just an interesting conversation that, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, I thought that was just something that happens to us where people want to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Can't you just do a big filling instead of a crown? Um, sir, you don't have three quarters of your fucking tooth. No, you're not getting a fucking filling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the last office. Yeah. Well, the last office had it's something else. a piece else, of shit. And they had different, they had more to work with. They took away shit to make the filling that you got. Now there's less for me. Well, and when I look at some of these doctors who... And did you use air quotes with yes. the word doctors? Okay. Well, that are so desperate for the yes. The approval addiction. And it's not that I'm... I love when patients say yes to me. And not all patients say yes to me. Mm-hmm. But I also know that you ultimately have to pay the price if it gets fucking if it goes sideways who 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 gets the blame me so how about i already know where this is going no but these guys who are like well i guess we could do a five surface filling if you're doing a motherfucking five surface filling for 197 dollars you're a fucking idiot (laughs) Uh uh-huh that is, first of all, that is not what's best for the patient. Well, I had one, I was in an office and they, they had me scheduled to do an MO on a molar. So <clears throat> I'm thinking, okay, big tooth and there's a small little filling to do. Well, it already had a, a interrupted DO filling, a buckle class five filling and a separate occlusal filling and a lingual patch. And so I'm supposed to just do a, a, a MO that isn't connected to anything else. But the rest of it all had decay and, and stain and issues and cracks. I'm like, but who, who the I, fuck treatment planned this? Some new grad that doesn't know what fuck? Well, even a new grad should be able to tell that that isn't the best treatment for the patient. They, they might know that it's not the best thing, but they're such a fucking goddamn pussy because they're afraid of the getting the, 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 the... I hate dentists. Dentists suck. I... You, so they, they treatment planned, I, well, I see decay on the mesial, therefore we're going to do a mesial cavity filling and ignore the rest of the shit because... But how, how in what logic... Well, there's none. Is that better for the patient? They're and, just afraid of, because they don't value it enough on their own. Right, because they probably wouldn't pay for they, someone to do it to their face. They just got out of school. They, they don't really... Well, but it's not they haven't just... Been, they haven't been around long enough to see this shit fail. Well, but it's not only young guys. No. And there's, there's plenty of Well, if you went to Michigan and you already you were taught everything and you don't need to go to CE or anything like that and you're you're just as good as you are from the day you graduated and 15 years later you're you're the same level? Yeah. Yeah, you're not a new grad, yeah, but, but you might but as well there's be. There's plenty of those out there. Do you not have to go to Michigan to be this way? Nope. Yeah. There's plenty of them out there. But I'm here to tell you you suck. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And if that is how you are treating patients. Because they're a bunch of pussy. If that's how you're treating patients, you need to really reevaluate if you should be seeing patients. Because you're doing harm and your job is to not do harm. That's a Hippocratic oath. I know. (laughs) But uh, it makes me a little bit crazy. Yeah, a little bit. um, A little bit. So what else did you hear? Or so, inspired from listening to Bianca. Um, the other thing was um, asking for deposits. You know, I have not ever been to a med spa or any type of higher end um, aesthetic office that didn't require me to put money down. Oh, shit. In. What are you doing? Someone called me. And we got Bluetooth connection to the phone. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it either. Turn your Bluetooth off right now. <laughs> now I totally forgot what I was saying. Oh, deposits. <laughs> I almost every time I've ever gone in to have anything done, whether it be uh, micro needling, uh, extended facials, things like that, they've always asked for a deposit. Uh-huh. 
why would anybody, why would, why would I feel bad asking for a deposit for my office? And it's your time. You see one person at a time and Bianca's employer is the same way. She sees one guest at a time. And when people don't show up, there needs to be a consequence to them. Well, what I found is the, God, was it 15 years ago or, or longer <clears throat> when we implemented people making a deposit? But even the employees I had at the time didn't understand because then someone called and said, yeah, I need to reschedule. I, I can't make the appointment. And they just moved the appointment without taking another deposit. And I said, what are you doing? No, you need to take another deposit. Well, they already paid a deposit. Right. And they forfeit For that. That, uh, that time. They, they didn't keep the appointment. They pay again. That's what the deposit's for. And they're like, well, I don't even know. So the people I had working for me didn't understand it. And the, so the, the patients are in the same boat. So when, well, when they're saying, you have to pay me again, they think you're crazy. That's why Bianca, luckily Bianca knows. Well, uh, Bianca's been raised by Well-trained by us because we said that's fucking bullshit and she agrees. But I mean, if somebody calls me that has a deposit down a week in advance to say, that's not going to work. I need to change it. That's a week. They're not going to lose their deposit. Right. That's a week in advance. But if they call me 48 hours before at the end of the day and say, I'm not going to make my appointment, then I have to have a conversation with them mm-hmm. because I may not be able to fill that spot for that amount of time. And usually people are like, Oh crap. Okay. I'll, I'll make it work. I'll be there or whatever. Yeah. When they find out the deposit's going to be forfeit, Suddenly they can make their appointment. But yesterday we had a little learning um, oh. moment with our one of our younger patients. Okay. I don't think I was aware. Let's... You were because I turned all the lights off in the office. Oh, that. <laughs> you turned, I turned them off. You so, said turn them off and I obeyed. Uh, well, and I turned the music off. Okay. So we were turning <laughs> shit off. So there was a 19 year old kid who had an ortho appointment and it was our last appointment of the day. And... He calls me. He's like, I'm going to be five minutes late. And I'm like, okay. He goes, well, maybe 10 minutes late. But wasn't, but didn't the mom call earlier? Yeah. yeah. To confirm what time his appointment was. Yeah. yeah. But so, I mean, this why is... are you calling for a 19 year old? Yeah. Fucking, you raise your kids <laughs> to not be dumbasses. Is he an adult or not? Damn it. So he call. he's gives me this call and he's like, I'm going to be five minutes late. I'm like, okay, that shouldn't be a problem. I'll let the staff know. And then he says to me, Oh, maybe we're going to, maybe I'll be 10 minutes late. I said, which is it? Are you going to be five minutes or 10 minutes late? Because we're sitting here waiting for you. So he rolls in and I, it's, it it hits the 10 minute mark. I'm like, everybody turn off the lights, turn off the music. We're going to wait here just a couple more minutes. I didn't understand exactly. So I already changed my clothes. (laughs) I thought we were done. See, he listened, but not completely. I thought when he said turn it over, it's, it's it, no. I'm, I'm not waiting anymore. Was, I'm like, okay, I'm sweet. Like, I was gonna, so on board. I'm going to teach this little motherfucker a, a lesson. So he shows up 15 minutes late. Uh-huh. The office is dark. I have my keys in my hand. I have my, my purse on my shoulder. Stephanie has gotten everything put away. Tuba has gotten, you know. Every- I have my coat on. Yeah. I- <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, you're here. I guess we're now going to do your ortho. And he's like, um, I go, yeah, your appointment was 15 minutes ago. And he's yeah. like, okay. And Stephanie, who is a front desk with us, and she's just like, that was the most uncomfortable moment of my <laughs> life. <laughs> And I said, yes. Well, and I'm overhearing stuff because I'm grabbing things. I'm like, what? He's in a chair. So I had to put my white coat on over my street clothes. <laughs> so I'm like, well. <laughs> but I'm like, if his mom is not going to teach him to be respectful of our mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. then I guess I have to. Yeah. Because I promise you, he won't do that again. He was so uncomfortable that, okay, I missed him being uncomfortable. So. Oh, he was so uncomfortable. When okay. he walked in the door and it was dark out in the way in our reception uh-huh. area and it was dark at where my chair is. Okay. He just looked at me. I'm like, well, you, you're here. Everybody's going to have to wait now. Go on back. And he was just like deer in headlights. Yeah. And Stephanie was just like, oh my 
So this is why anybody listening that may or may not understand, this is how you train patients. I, we train them not to just show up thinking you can just drop in and, and be seen. Uh, call, make an appointment. You you keep you show up on time. Uh, so many of you other doctors are so behind. Whenever I, see, I work at other places, they're routinely 15, 20 minutes more behind. Why are you so behind? Because you suck. No, but I mean, schedule appropriately. Yeah. Just schedule yourself appropriately. Well, but the same clinics, they'll give me two hours to do a cramp prep. I'm like, what the fuck well, are you going to do with the other hour and a half? But that's fine. If it takes you two hours to do a crown prep, it takes you two hours to do a crown prep. Right. But then why are you so behind? If they're routinely behind, well, if they're scheduling two hours and you're still routinely behind. It's because everybody is jumping from chair to chair. Yeah. It's you. Idiots. You have the luxury to not have to do that in our office. That isn't the format of everybody's office. Yeah, but yeah. you do need to change how you schedule if you are always behind. Yeah, yeah. If you guys are routinely behind. Because it's disrespectful need, to your, your patients. Yeah, you, well, you're training them. Don't show up on time. I can't see you on time, so show up well, whenever. We've ha- we had a new patient who showed up 15 minutes late, and we were like, oh, we're not going to be able to see you. We're going to have to reschedule you. And he's like, what do you mean? I go, your appointment was 15 minutes ago. And he's like, yeah, but I, my doctor never saw me on time before. I'm like, yeah, that's why you don't go to that office anymore. And he's like, oh, okay. Okay. Let's, let's reschedule it. I was like, okay. Cause I, I don't yeah. have anybody to see you because yeah. I have another patient who will show up 15 minutes before her appointment because she's afraid of being late for her appointment. Yeah, I noticed what we had two or three today that showed up twenty minutes early. Yeah, and they were all like, "Hi." I know I'm a little Hi. early, but I just don't want to be late. <laughs> We've trained them to be scared. <laughs> but we're friends with all of our patients. Oh, so yeah, I mean, it, it's, so it was an extra fifteen minutes for them to sit there and chat well, with and you. That's the thing. People so. are like, "It's like I come to therapy in the dental office at the same time." Like, I mean, it works out, but I mean, yeah, we're always we're on time. We we either on time or slightly early uh it dri- that's why it drives me crazy if we ever get behind because then something really went sideways well if 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 we get behind i have the radar that i'm like i'm calling the patient yeah and i'll call them and say doc is running behind do you want to bump it a few minutes or do you want to reschedule completely it's completely up to you yeah, because if I am behind, because we, we schedule a buffer. I, we schedule 60 minutes for a crown. I usually need 30. So if if the crown went long, something went sideways. But even with that, it went sideways long enough ago. I, I can still fi- usually finish within that 60 minutes, whether I'm temporizing and referring or whatever the case is. But if if I'm if I'm significantly behind, then something really went sideways and, and I'm having a bad day. So, But it's important for you, if you want anyone to respect you, you have to respect them. And that includes their time. Right. And these people who, you know, oh, I was at the dentist. It took me three and a half hours. What the fuck were they doing to you for three and a half hours? Right. I mean, I could do the whole fucking full mouth in that amount of time. Right. But I'm like, but they're like, oh, well, you know, I first see this person and then I see this person and then they, they took me over here to take it. What, and then I'm like, okay, first, that makes me want to kill everybody yeah, that you just had to tell me about. Very inefficient. And I just think it's so damn disrespectful. I, when I go any to any appointment, unless I have been told in advance that it's going to take more than an hour, if it takes more than an hour... I am pissed off. Mm-hmm. Pissed off. Yeah. All right. So that rant's over. Okay. End scene. So uh, was that everything with your comments from or thoughts from Bianca's appearance? Yes. Okay. But we did have some comments and message ins from some listeners. So. Okay. Because I have this one. That um, I thought was, well, actually, we had one specifically asking about our thoughts. So let me go back to that one. All right. So this, we we both, your response was exactly what I was going to say, but I'm like, no, this actually was notes for maybe our episode. So Zach writes, 
Okay, white dude patient likes to drop an occasional N-bomb at appointments. You hire no black employees at this time. Guys spends a decent amount of coin with you. Assistants don't like it, but aren't pissed or anything. Would you dismiss that dude? Actually have a conversation with him about it? Or just ignore and move on with your remaining hours? So, I think we both said the exact same thing. What, what, what's your thoughts? First of all, that word... Is this the thing? I'm not saying that at all to this time. So <laughs> I didn't so get good. I, I didn't get any wine and I'm just kind of Again, disgusted. whose fault is that? Well, you usually take care of me, but because we've been on... No, because we've been on this not drinking thing, I'm... And I blew it way out of the water yesterday when I was bawling watching that stupid movie. <laughs> I'm like, I just need to get my shit together. And I, so that word makes me crazy. Okay. As a white girl, this is. It's a tr- I don't like deep. that word. Okay. But it was because my, my stepdad was racist. Okay. And. I have always had friends of every color of the rainbow mm-hmm. period. All right. And so I, that is just a trigger thing for me. All right. Now as a patient, I would have to say, whoo. First of all, I need to know why he feels comfortable saying so that at his people practice. should know this this is in the flyover state. So I know things are regional. Uh, people are different in different areas, but, but that word, it's, it's a a universally accepted, unacceptable word. So, so first, my first question, I don't even care if you listen to Jay-Z, you can be a big Jay-Z fan and all you want. Doesn't matter. First of all, why does he feel comfortable saying that in your place of work? Yeah. That 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 would be the first question i would be asking myself mm-hmm. is what have i why do you think you can say that or said that would think that i would be supportive of that kind of language mm-hmm. i would like to think that there isn't anybody that i currently know that would even dare to say that word in yeah. front of me yeah. and if they did they would probably do it in a run <laughs> away from me yeah. And so yeah. I don't really that that would be my first big question in my head. Secondly, I would probably have stopped the second it came out of his mouth and said, "Excuse me?" Yeah, I I don't think it's ever even happened in my office. I don't think we have some white guys that think that they're black. <laughs> I would like to have a gold grill, please. Yeah, that oh, a whole that bunch one of DJ. weirdos. Yeah, yeah. But one. I that is a really that's just so globally offensive. Yeah, and I think I I would definitely have a conversation with them and just say, look, you you just need to know that's unacceptable. Please don't talk that way here. You do whatever you're gonna do at home because I I'm not there. I can't do whatever I think no matter how much I mean the guy spent a lot of money so I understand where you don't want to you kill know, the cash cow exactly but at the same time if, if he kept doing it anyway I think I would right I, I would think just once kick you him out. have that you know I have a lot of patients of multiple colors and races and we do not accept yeah. hate speech in our office yeah, and I think in this climate nowadays, I think you say it one time, probably the guy's probably going to go, "Oh my god, I I totally." Well, and that's probably it. He probably uses it so often mm-hmm. that he probably doesn't even recognize mm-hmm. that he is. It's like me with the word "fuck." I say it all the time. Yeah, you do. And sometimes I'm like, "Oh shit, that's somebody's grandma." I know. And Been but there. it's the same thing. I watched it happen. Still not going to quit saying it. I was Mormon for way too long. I have a lot of years to make up. But, you know, I I would question myself for a minute. Mm-hmm. Why does he feel comfortable saying this in my workplace? We're yeah. not friends. 
Right. Uh, that's it's just a weird environment to feel that familiar. And, yeah, and that comfortable. Mm-hmm. How how did you get to that point? I mean, it's a it's a it's good for you, Zach, for making them feel so comfortable that they'd use the N word with you. <laughs> Secondly, I would just if if he was in our office and he did say that, uh-huh. I would just stop everything that was happening. And I, and I would let my staff know if this is happening, this is what I plan to do so that if you need to have a conversation with the patient, Mm -hmm. they don't Twitter around, you know, going, did you want to take a color? You need to get the fuck out so I can have a (laughs) private conversation with this gentleman who just used the N word. Yeah. Yeah. But you do need to have a staff meeting that says, if this happens again, Mm I need everybody to clear out so I can have a private conversation because you'll lose the patient if you make him feel stupid mm-hmm. or you make him embarrassed. Embarrass him in front of, yeah. So the staff needs to bugger out, bugger out and disappear. But yeah. the conversation does need to happen because that's one, it's very disrespectful to you mm-hmm. that he feels that he can speak that way. Yeah. And two, that just is not acceptable. I mean, yeah, yeah it's not as blue as Washington where you live, right. but it's not acceptable. No, it's just universally unacceptable. So. so that's, I mean, and yeah, that's, there you go. I'm really glad we haven't had that one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So here's another one that I like. This was, <laughs> this got you riled up a bit. Um, there's a woman here in Michigan that has a consulting business she worked as an associate part-time for a friend of mine. She had owned two practices and hated being an owner, so she sold those. She tried to make it not working but at all, but had to go back to work, thus the associateship. She told my friend repeatedly that she hates dentistry and doesn't want to do it. She didn't last long at her practice. She quit on my friend with basically no notice. She has that consulting thing going, though. Website is up. She speaks at local meetings. I know another one who is the scenario in the scenario above. Wealthy husband, hated practice, quit, and now consulting about how to be happy in practice. I say, fuck these assholes in the ear. They are absolutely imposters. Well, and that's the thing that... <laughs> I, so, trigger, 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 trigger. Trigger, so many triggers with this one. <laughs> I love the You're fuck just... them in the ear hole. <laughs> that's just, that's, I've said that so many times. And, and I'm like, ear hole. Ass, assholes in the ear. I'm like... <laughs> I was like, huh, that's very creative. People are getting really creative. That I, means I hate you a lot. A lot. <laughs> but seriously, you fucker talking to people, how to be happy. What You're fucking not happy. But I've noticed that in dentistry, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's every industry. It could be. I don't know. Right. You know what you're familiar with, but it might be elsewhere too. Right. But like... I know it's not like in esthetician and beauty people actually, they love to, they love their job. There's a reason that they do it because it's very creative, hmm. but what's that like? I know. Dreaming of it. Dreaming of it. Dreaming of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know where I was going now. I, I totally, I was thinking of the fucking wine. imposter All of experts. Sudden I started thinking about wine and I was like, oh, I could be like a vineyard. I was like, all of a sudden I got completely lost in my own thoughts. Concord grapes. But I do Wait. see that a lot in dentistry. <laughs> what? Imposters? The imposters. Yeah. Well, syndrome the, that what sucks is so many people don't know who the imposter is, especially the new grads. I feel bad the new grads. Well, I feel really bad for the new grads. Very much because I feel like there's not a lot of authenticity in dentistry anymore. You, well, it's, it's it's fake it till you make it, and once you can fake and ins- fake sincerity, you've uh, you've got it made. Well, but <laughs> y- you have you go to the you go to CE because you're required to go to CE. And well, you're required to go to a CE, right? But you, but unless you went to Michigan, because you're so then, you're, yeah, so good, you're so good, you don't why the it. fuck would you bother? Amen. Preach it. Um, I need to stay on track and I haven't even had anything to drink. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, so imposters in dentistry. But Fuckers. I, I, Take there's, and CE. There's just so many of them. I mean, like I, all of them? I mean, 
Okay, yesterday was National Women's Day, and I had this whole rant on social media because I'm tired of how blanketly racist everyone is nowadays. And people only assume racism is the N-word or something of that style. And I'm like, you do know that when you say, I'm going to hire a woman who has blonde hair and black skin. That is racist. Is that Nene? Oh, that is. <laughs> From the Real Housewives yeah. of, of yeah. Atlanta? <laughs> She's awesome. Oh, God. Focus. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I don't even know where I'm going. I anymore. don't either. But that is so racist. Stop Stop saying that you're going to hire someone Is because... Is that so Raven? Okay. No more drinking for you. <laughs> I didn't have any... Hardly... I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> I had this whole rant because I don't think you should ever describe who you're going to hire other than I'm going to hire the person most capable for the job. Right. And I am really tired of these dental women who are Is all, that with a Y? Who are all over social media professing that they are so great and they're so you're a trashy human being because <laughs> there are people who know the real story. Mm-hmm. And the only people you're duping are the people who haven't found out yet. Mm-hmm. And you don't have anything authentic to say or do or provide. You are spewing some shit that you heard somebody else spew. You're, well, there's a shit ton of copying. That's, that's for sure. Well, um, well, most dentistry is. Unless you... Most get, dental lecturers. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it really bothers me that there's no way to sift it out. It basically is you get duped until you aren't duped anymore. Okay. And I, it's a really unfair industry because it is so inauthentic. Okay. I I don't I don't like to feel like I'm less than. I don't like to feel like um somebody else is got it all together and I don't. When in reality, they don't. Like this woman She's now teaching people how to be, she got happy in dentistry by getting the fuck out of dentistry. (laughs) So is that what you're teaching? I can pretty much guarantee Uh 150% not. Uh She is blowing smoke up everybody's ass and they don't know not to listen to her. Uh Well, that's a problem. So many people think that uh, all consultants are the same. We, you know, they're just all overworked. We, they're all teaching similar principles, and they're just really not. There's well, the, the ones that are good; they're fantastic, and they're worth the money. And then there's the imposters who right. really suck ass. And you, and they cost a lot of money. The shitty ones cost just as much as the good ones. Mm-hmm. And these young guys, and young, I mean. If you've been in practice 10 years and less, mm-hmm. you're a young guy. Sure. You haven't quite figured out the game yet. And you don't really haven't figured out that if you're getting opinions from people, get opinions on the types of companies you need to be working with. But find the guys that already fucked everything up mm-hmm. and find out what not to do There's and, definitely, fi- and find out who not to hire. Definitely wisdom in failures. Well, and that's the thing. Failure isn't 
failure if you've learned something from it. Well, look at the the real successful entrepreneurs. Most of them have failed three or four times before something finally worked. Well, right. But in dentistry, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. We know a laundry list of guys Mm -hmm. who have lost everything Mm -hmm. and come back to be bigger than ever. For sure. And, but you need to rely on people who have made those mistakes because you're seeing all of these flash in the pan people on social media Mm -hmm. and you're drinking their Kool-Aid and thinking that they're great and you're not getting the payout that you, you should be getting. Mm -hmm. And I hate to say it, but these women in dentistry are just super skeezy. When you say these women, these, these social media mavens, (laughs) the harpies, well, especially when you really look into them and you realize the smoke show that is happening. No, you're saying this wrong. Smoke show means really hot. Um, Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. There you go. Not smoke show. I'm a smoke show. (laughs) You're the smoke show and I'm um, lucky to have you. Keep telling yourself that big guy, <laughs> but I just, I, I, you know, I do coming I from outside of this industry. This is not my industry. Nope. I have had my hand forced into this industry because I said, I'm sorry. I know. Just stay on task, sir. I'm listening, but it is our livelihood. It is our, our, uh-huh. our family. It is our, you know, practice. It's what we do. It's what we do. And it's, you know, that's the role that I play is, okay, I'm in. So this is role playing? This is like the whole Faith Hill having to cross the river yesterday. (laughs) Stop talking to me. I know what I have to do. Let's just do it. Yeah. And that's always my mindset when, because this is not something I enjoy, but it makes me really angry when I see these women feeling less than. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they feel like they should be these people they're seeing on social media. And that's not the thing. What is the thing? The thing is, find yourself a really good mentor who's already fucked everything up. I mean, the best thing that ever happened to us is we went on that cruise what was it? The second year you were at a dental school. <laughs> yeah. And on that cruise, it was a, it was a dental, uh-huh. whatever. I don't even know. Yeah. But it got us in connection with a lot of dentists that had basically been through it. Yeah. They paved the way for a lot of really big things in dentistry, but that wasn't their first thing that they did. Right. And they know that this is a tough industry. They know that you can't believe everybody and everything that you see. Right. All dentists are motherfucking liars. Yep. They are all dick measures. Yep. And Mine's biggest. They're, all, <laughs> they're all desperately trying to prove that they have got something special about them. Yep. And... That is, I think that's one of the the saddest things about this industry because it's a really great creative industry. Can be. But you need to treat each other better and a lot more respectfully and realize that this is, you're all in the same boat and it's harder than shit. Yeah. And you got a lot of people out there who are lecturing, who are in social media and who are, being what are the what is it uh influencers imp, that no what no. is that woman doing she's doing um consulting consulting <laughs> if they haven't been through it they don't know what they're talking about yeah yeah you have these people who don't like dentistry don't have anything that's a value find yourself a really good mentor mm-hmm. and ask all the questions yeah yeah i think that's a uh... Definitely good advice. So, um, 
Well, we've been going on for about an hour, so we should probably wrap this up. Um, okay, because we have to work tomorrow. Yeah. So we're working Thursday, and we don't normally work Thursday, but we're, due to other reasons, we are picking up a tomorrow. So we got to get this shit done. Think of a song. It's your week. I can come up with a song if you can't. Um, Let me wrap, wrap it up. Um, so, uh, still the rate one. and review us. You're still the one. I'll find it. Okay. Like so, uh, rate and review. Give us some feedback. We we tell us tell your friends about us. The, yes, the, please. We've got uh, a lot of good feedback with the the format we're at right now. Um, what the fuck. I don't know what's happening. It's my phone. I'm sorry. How about turn that shit off? Oh my god, I don't know what's happening right now. All right, so um, Holly, if someone wanted to ask you a question, where could they find you? Um, on Globetrotter Grub. What's that? It's my Instagram. Instagram. So Instagram can find you on Globetrotter Grub. Yep. And uh, I could be found at Dr. Timmerman DMD. Um. I got other f- profiles, but we'll just, uh, you can also find us as a group, um, Winterfer- at Winterferences. Uh, you can find us on all of the social bullshits. Social bullshits. Uh, we have a Facebook page as well that auto feeds and, and such. You've been d- doing a lot of the social media for us, so that's been uh, nice to see the stuff that you, you've been posting there. Um Send us an email at workinginterferences at gmail.com. Uh, if you have a specific question, you, you would be curious to know our perspective. Feel free to send that. It doesn't mean we're going to use it, but it's always nice to have some content. Send us um, the um, the question either via email or on the Facebook group. And um, smash that follow button. Yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, share with your friends. Share with friends. So... Uh, we take turns to choose a song and whatnot. This week is going to be your turn. So, Holly, tell me about your song. Uh, the Orleans. Orleans. Is that like the, the, the new Orleans or old Orleans? It's just Orleans. Because <laughs> there's a city in France called Orléans. Which is, it's Orleans. Okay. And then there's a city in Louisiana, which is the new, new Orleans. Oh, no, or Orleans, it's New neither, Orleans. It's neither. Of it's those. neither of those. Okay, tell me about. It's um, called. It's um, it's an old band, okay. but I love them, okay. and it always makes me think of you. Every oh, time I hear the song, of me. Okay, son Not of a bitch. The band, but the song always makes me think of you. Anytime okay, so, so Orleans is an American pop band, best known for its hits, "Dance with Me," and "Still a One." I love this one. It makes me so happy. And if y'all don't like it, you can suck it. All right, then. Uh, By the way, the group's name evolved from the music it was playing at the time of their formation, which was inspired by Louisiana artists such as Alan Toussaint and the Neville Brothers. Orleans was formed in Woodstock, New York. Oh, I love the Neville Brothers, though. They are pretty cool. In January 1972, by vocalist, guitarist, songwriter John Hall. Ooh, John Hall's Kombucha. (laughs) <laughs> the dude that squirted semen in people's mouth. <laughs> I think it's a different guy, different John Hall. <laughs> uh, Are we done talking in, in October of that year, the group expanded to include Larry's younger brother, Lance, Ooh, on bass. Lance is on bass. <laughs> Uh, drummer Jerry Marotta joined in 1976. Okay, nobody cares about I know, this. I'm just curious. Okay, so Orleans from Woodstock, New York, singing Still the One. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right, so for Holly Timmerman, this is Lance Timmerman. Peace. Love you. Love you.